listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. You don't look like you're awake. I am awake. I'm listening. You, oh, you were listening with your eyes closed. That's, that's the best way to listen. Were you saying a prayer first? No. <laughs> I was just taking a deep breath. You're like, oh. It's a cleansing breath. I have to record with you two times in the same week? No, that's not what it was. never happened before. It was a focus breath. Really quite amazing. I know. That not only have we been able to be consistent in the past few weeks, but we actually got a bonus episode out this week. And we should probably put that on a calendar somewhere. That's like momentous. I don't know if it qualifies as momentous, but it is you know, pretty pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about now? I don't know. I don't know what the name of this episode it's is. The Did pattern get- the partner parent you I kept every time I looked at it I thought it said parent ill boding parent which works no but parent works it is an ill he has ill boding parents yes okay that's fair so the reference is to Beowulf's sword hunting hunting yeah I know Hunting, hunting, hunting. It's. In, I don't. I don't like Beowulf. It's in if that's pub. really how he was, I don't well, like him. And yes, I read it, but it was a lifetime ago. I don't remember it. Well, no, that's not how he was. But this is once upon a time. Characters are never what they seem. True. Can you name one character that is true to form? Mm-hmm. That's actually a good question. Maybe we shouldn't answer that now, but let's pose that. Out there, is there a character on Once Upon a Time? Grumpy. That Maybe. Grumpy's pretty grumpy. Maybe that's the answer. Well, but his... We're going to get off the track. Okay. Still a good question. It is a good question. Uh, so the sword, it's the name of the sword, Hunting. There's the stanza in the Beowulf poem that it is making reference to. And so it's like... Gideon is following these ill-boding patterns. Or parents. Or or parents, <laughs> yes. There's a lot to discuss in this episode. Yeah. There, the live chat that we had on Sunday was quite lively and full of all kinds of questions because this particular episode, maybe more so than recent memory, left me kind of scratching my head a little bit. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I was disappointed, not in the over... Well, the episode was kind of okay. There's some good things happen, but I was a little disappointed with some of the retcon that happened. Yeah, Josh had to explain to me what retcon was, because that, that's not... Now I know, yeah, but for people who might not know, as you bash... Bury, blah, blah, blah. Throw it around. Retroactive continuity. That. Right? So going back and messing with something and adding a different flavor or spin on something that was already well established. Right? So. <clears throat> like everything with Bay. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't set well with me. I, I don't know why it would set well. I. It just left a really bad taste in everybody's mouth. It does. And I was trying to go back and remember, didn't, wasn't, okay, so he spent time with Hook, 
And wasn't there some, I don't remember if we ever saw any direct violence, but wasn't there at least some mention of this scuffle? I don't know if he had an intent to hurt him or kill hook at some point. I'm trying to remember that story. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't think, I don't know. This is just so overt and blatant to kind of cast a shadow on the Neil's character. Well, and see, I don't, I don't think so. I look at it from a different direction. I think they're doing it to make us have that sympathy for Rumple, which is so stop. Is, yeah. Exactly. That's what I say. Not exactly. to you. Because you hear it, you hear <laughs> like, everything that he did for Bay, and you're like, Oh, that's sweet. It's so sweet. And everything he's trying to do for Gideon, who I'm really kind of starting to like. I just don't like the cloak and the gloves. I think we're past the point that he doesn't need to wear the cloak and the gloves anymore. Well, Everybody knows who he is. All he needs is the ghost face from Scream. Yeah, and he'd be perfect. And a really long knife, and he's the uh, ghost face killer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from scream. I, I think we can get rid of that. No, I, but I, I like, I like that we're seeing the fatherly side of Rumple. I think that that is genuine. I think he really doesn't want Gideon to go down that path, even though I don't believe Neil was ever down that path. Um, but I, I like seeing all that. I just don't agree with that. You know, I don't think, I don't think they had to do that with Neil's character to make Rumple seem like a good father. I mean, everything he did. He did for his son. We know that. We've established that for years and years, that his son was the whole reason he did the stuff that he did. But to make it seem like it was even more than that, you know, that well, he did this ultimate thing so that Neil wouldn't go dark. They, For whatever reason, they felt compelled to do the parallel between Neil and Gideon because Rumpel said, I almost, I lost myself to the darkness. Right. They wanted to establish the that they he almost lost Neil to the darkness, and he doesn't want to lose Gideon to sure. the Great, I get it, but why we got to drag Neil right. into this? Right. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. It felt kind of forced. Well, Although I enjoyed the acting, I enjoy. Sure, I always enjoy going back, and I still maintain that I'd love to see. Uh, a, a mini series on the ogre wars. Mm-hmm. I, I just would love to see that. And I would also say that the CGI for the ogres was great. Yep. And they it, had the white hand slap, which yeah. was a very nice Lord of the Rings touch. That's right. So uh, I guess technically the ogres in uh fairy tale land are Urukai. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have the hand of Saruman mm-hmm. uh, plastered on them. And then one even had a helmet like one of yeah. the uh one of the little orcs. people. Yeah. We didn't never really like the orcs. No, and our children terrified. Macy in particular. Terrified uh, of the orcs. The white what, what, orc. The, the white one. What was the white one's name? I don't know. Uh it's creepy turn, as all um, get out. It's creepy. But yeah, Az- the ogre Azog. stuff was cool. I don't was know. It Azog? I, I can't remember. I don't remember. The um the ogre stuff was cool. I like that. But you know, again, it's it's more the backstory for Rumple, and I always think it's cool to hear more about him because he he probably is the most fascinating character on 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 Rumple Rumple upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. Once upon a time, well, I think he's the most fascinating character out of all of them. You you have volunteered your time to do the memory book for the school, and you are. You probably shouldn't be recording this podcast. You probably should be working on uh, the memory book. Isn't that due? Would you, why? Why? Why, why are we I, doing why, that? Why am I bringing yeah. this up? Because I'm distracted. A, because it's a point of 
contention it between is a us. Huge and, point of contention, and, and and we we have to be honest. Yeah, I volunteered for something, and I'm very on, far behind, our- and so it's causing a lot of grief <laughs> in our household, and it's just going to be worse for the next two weeks. So next week's episode ought to be delightful. I, I have all this. <laughs> all right, so you have stuff everywhere. It's fine. Stuff. It's fine. I'm pretty sure it's. It's it's tweaked some of the knobs on the board. I've had it's to. Fine. I haven't touched your board or your knobs. <laughs> Easy. Anyway. Easy. Moving, anyway. Moving on. But no, you're you're doing a great job. Thanks. Anyway. You're gonna. It's gonna be. It'll fine. be fine. Is it'll there any fine. way? It'll is there any fine. way I can help you? Yes. Yeah, stop. Let's stop talking about it. You're just freaking me out more. <laughs> Got myself. So if you're a procrastinator when you're young. It's, you don't grow out of it when you're older, which was a very valuable lesson for me to learn at this uh, point in my life. Only the whole elementary school is counting on you. Thanks, honey. I appreciate that. Put out a great... Anyway, so we saw Hook <laughs> hanging out at the bar, which I completely understand at this point in my life. Hanging out at the bar well, because it, Archie's Archie's door wasn't open. Well, the he, bottle he, was. Well, exactly. <laughs> he tried to call him. He tried to call he him. He wasn't available, so the bottle do. Yeah, there were no openings. And it was good to see, or funny to see that later in the episode, mm-hmm. like toward the end, when Emma made the reference about him drinking Captain Morgan, that was not Captain. It was not Morgan. Captain Morgan. That was the cheapest rum Granny had. Well, I don't. I you know when I was thinking about this. Actually, I was sitting here because we watched it again this afternoon. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know of any diners that serve breakfast, lunch, dinner, and hardcore alcohol. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be something in New, like maybe Louisiana. I could get it in Louisiana because you can have you walk into a convenience store and there's like um, full bore alcohol, but I've never seen it at a diner. Never at a diner. Uh, Missouri's the same way. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, you oh, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You can go in the grocery store and buy hard liquor. Yeah, you get you go to Walmart and buy hard liquor. It's very strange. <laughs> they have a very liquor strange. section. I mean, that's just yeah, a and recipe. nobody even nobody even paid him any attention. But I guess it's right Captain Hook, guns. so yeah, <laughs> just, just go pick you one up. And then just how you know, and Archie was like, "So yes, David, it didn't go well." He goes, "No, you know, he basically shook my hand, called me almost son." And he said, "Do you get cold feet?" He goes, "Captain Hook doesn't get cold feet." So you mm. saw a little bit of that, which mm. we haven't seen that side of Hook in a while because he's kind of been emified. Um, you know what I mean? I was trying to be no, delicate. No. He still dresses snappily. He does still dress. He dresses way more snappily than she does. Although she wasn't wearing anything horrendous. So I was pretty proud of that. Well, she wasn't really in the episode right. until the end. Just at the end. And she looked great. Sure. No frumpy shirts. Best she's looked in in, in Since she was the dark swine. Yeah. But so, so hang on. Go on to that. Mm. So mm-hmm. she was rummaging through his sea chest when she found his ring as one is wont to do who does that i don't know like how do you stumble upon something in someone's locker slash chest of drawers slash whatever you're digging for some what was she looking for i don't know like she had to have been looking for something you don't just go rummaging for things without having something in mind she not trust him so then i'd be like dude i'm not marrying you you untrusting hoe so, <laughs> it did seem a little convenient. Yeah, that, that was the method that it happened that they used to basically give Hook the out of telling her the truth, which right. he really wanted to do. And I'm not sure why he didn't. You know? Well, because he had the opportunity. He said when he was sitting there with Archie, he said, "There's a secret 
that no one knows but me. And if I don't tell it, I'll go to my grave with it. And he didn't think Emma would understand. And Archie said, and he said, I'm broken, which was funny. He said, I'm broken. And <laughs> and Archie said, well, this means that you're the man that Emma wants you to be. Mm-hmm. That you're the man that Emma deserves. And so here he had just been talking about that. But then he decided he was going to do it. And then, boom, she's digging through his stuff, digging through his drawers, finds the ring. And he's like, okay, well, this is a sign. Like, I think most dudes would be like, I... This is a sign. I'm not supposed to say a word. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Get down on the knee. I but, bet most dudes would do that. All right. That's fine. And, and, then, and, and women too. I and, think I think if that opportunity presented itself after you've been struggling, struggling, struggling with something, and then the complete thing that you really, really, really wanted to happen happened, you'd be like, uh, okay. Uh, never mind. Yeah. So let's explore that for just a second because honestly, one could could postulate that does he need to say does he need to say anything at well, all okay so we talked about this mm. offline mm-hmm. if you will so here's the deal oh drop some knowledge on so, us so okay so no so it's like the whole Ross and Rachel they were on a break thing right uh-huh. so they weren't together <laughs> when this happened this was a long long time ago he was quite literally a different person was a whole different world and so he was a bad bad dude during that time, mm-hmm. she knows he did some stuff and that he was a bad, bad dude at that time. Mm-hmm. And she's cool with who he was. She loves him for who he is now. Right? right. My argument would be he shouldn't have to, t- he shouldn't tell her because what good is it going to do? Well, but so- then, see, you're going to sit there and go, so what does that mean? So, see, it's one of those things because should he, should he tell her because it's the right thing to do? Yeah, of course. Does he have to? Ah, that's that gray area. Well, I'm I'm even actually I I'm, I may be in the camp of does he need to tell her? I mean, if you've already confessed to being a murderer, yeah, that's and what I'm people saying. People are she, are okay with that, right? Does a specific murder need? And, and so that, but that's she the didn't whole even thing. know her grandfather, right? Well, technically, David really didn't either. I mean, he did, but he didn't. That's he wasn't, true. you know. And so he was a kid. But I mean, if it wasn't David's father, if it wasn't her grandfather, would it even be a thing? Probably not. Hook no. probably has killed countless people. Yeah, he was a bad guy. So, but that—that's where I think the answer lies in the the who in Hook. Yeah. And I think that if he feels compelled to say something, then he should. Right. But now he can't. Well, he can. Well, he can. And I but think then that it's going to be, will. well, when did you figure it out? Well, I figured it out before you went rummaging through my stuff. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, the things, the bad things that he's done that he's forgotten. Yeah. I mean, he's probably forgotten more of the bad things than any than any of the good things any of them all put together have ever done. True. <laughs> so, ooh, I I don't know. It's a slippery slope. Well, I, I, I would st- say I would I would just say that if he feels compelled to say something about it, because at the end of the day, who ordered uh, who who. Who ordered the? Uh, who who was really the responsible for it? He may have thrust the sword. Well, it was the king. Yeah, yeah. And the king certainly didn't say, "Oh, wait, why, David? Why are you after me? 
I had nothing to do with this. Well, but the king wasn't going to do it himself. He had his minions do it. So the I, king may never have known that the minions didn't do it. I understand that. But my point is, is that he ordered it. Right. So ultimately, he's responsible. Even if his people didn't carry it out, the end result was still the same. And so I think he's just as culpable sure. as, as the person that he ultimately thrust the sword. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know either. I, I think, again, I think it's one of those things that there's a whole lot of gray area with that. Should he tell her? Yes. Does he have to? Mm. And I think they should do it sooner rather than later because I'm, I'm getting get tired of the secrets. Sure. Well, Is and that see, that's, that's the whole thing. Like her with secrets and her with trust and for her to go digging through his stuff, to me, that, as much as the whole Neil thing ticked me off, her digging through his stuff bothers me probably more than all of that because why would she do that? Well, what does she not trust him about? And that's ultimately for me the biggest thing because her whole thing this whole time has been trust and trust and, and all of that. And that proves to me that she really hasn't come so far. So if I was Hook, I'd be like, look, dadgummit, I did this horrible thing, but you went digging through my stuff. You don't trust me. Well, Boom. But d didn't she make all that go away by basically saying she didn't want there to be any secrets. But, but, and so that's why she admitted to, I mean, she, okay. So the, so it's the, it's the inverse of the hook situation, right? She did something she probably shouldn't have been doing. She found the ring and, but she immediately told him because she found a ring. Yeah. She that's fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> that kind of covers stuff. <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. If it had been something else, yeah. Yeah. No. If she had found just a, seems convenient. Yeah. <laughs> a dirty sock, she probably wouldn't have told him, or whatever. See what I'm saying? Like okay. she, I don't think she would have ever told him, "Hey, I've been digging through your stuff." If there wouldn't have been a ring that she found. I understand. I don't know. See that? I think that bothered me more the whole episode than. The whole Neil. I mean, I didn't like the Neil thing just because why Why do that? I mean, yes, do it to make Rumpel seem more sympathetic and more like a really good father, which I, I think he probably is and was a good father. But the whole trust thing and her doing that, to me, that's more uncharacteristic of her from where she is now. Yeah, it just seems... Um... It seems like there's a lot more lost stuff going on from the fact that we don't know exactly where we need to go next. We kind of have an idea where we want to end, but we're not really sure how to how get, to get there. there. Yeah. And so, uh, look over there. And then they stuff something in, hoping that you yeah. <laughs> you, you, you met. Well, like, because there was another thing with Regina, the evil queen, biting right. the cobra, uh, mm -hmm. new Robin, <laughs> Queen Cobra, uh, or or what would he Robin two point oh, Jason Todd, uh, or uh, uh, Tim Drake, whichever Rob, whichever subsequent Robin after Dick Grayson. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm sitting here. What? <laughs> Who? What names are you spouting? How many I don't Robins know. are we going to have now? Yes, I don't know. Uh, ooh, wouldn't it be cool if he turned out to be Nightwing? Mm. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think that's oh. going to happen. Sorry. So yeah, so we saw Ra, um, Regina in Robin 2.0, and he was kind of trying to talk Zelina into helping him get out of Storybrook, and he when, stole potions. When did they have time? 
To get to know each other? To get to know each well, other they, well they, enough for him to concoct a plan for her with her. Well, first of all, how did he find out that there was a, uh, a, a protection spell? Maybe he on, tried to leave. Maybe he did. And he got zapped. Yeah. That could really be the only thing. Could be. Okay, um, so while, while I'm remembering, because Kathy brought this up uh, on Sunday during our live chat, the protection spell on the on Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me see if I can get this right. So the previous one was the Snow Queen. Uh, when and then that went away. Oh, gee, I just lost my train of thought. That went away when uh, magic went away. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, and then Elsa froze everything. Uh, so the the but the one that's in now. I think the way I answered the question was that it had to be the evil queen. And actually, the more I thought about it, we don't know for sure who did it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's implied that evil queen did it because all the ingredients that would have been needed for the protection spell were in Regina's vault. Regina put a blood magic, mm-hmm. used blood magic to put a protection spell on the vault. So therefore, evil queen would be the only one that would be able to retrieve or the Zelina. ingredient. No. Yeah, because that's how they found out Zelina and Regina were sisters. Remember back in, back when. So her blood is close enough for her to be. Yeah. Do you remember that's how they found out they were sisters back when um, Regina's okay. mom brought well, her for a friend and she touched the thing and the box opened up and she was sister, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. sister, okay, blah, okay, blah, okay, hug. okay. Well, either way, either way. I don't think Zelina did it because that that's what Regina uh, accused her. I think in bitter drop. Bitter draft. Oh, I said it wrong again. Mm-hmm. That was what the second episode of the season of this season. Well, it wasn't Zelina because she seemed genuinely thrilled about looking at all the stuff and trying to get out. Yes, she would have known how to break it. So it's implied. Again, I, I think that's why it's implied that the evil queen did that. But since they didn't show the evil queen doing that, they're either want us to believe that she's the one that did it, and it was someone else, or. Or maybe it was really her. I don't know. We don't know for sure. Because it hasn't been revealed yet. Mm-mm. So, and it is the same curse that was used for the original curse. Mm-hmm. Right, so. Right, because Regina said, don't you think if I would have had all the stuff, I would have done it. So, so she doesn't have all the ingredients to, to get them out. So then I was trying to think, well, would the evil, why would the evil queen want to keep everyone there? Well, because she Other, she has harm she wants, she to, wants to do. with everyone. Yeah. Does anyone else have motives to keep everyone there? Henry. I told you I thought it was Henry. Henry. Well, because that's his family. I don't think he wants anybody to leave. I think Henry's going to end up playing a big part in all this. Yeah, wherever he is. Well, yeah, I don't know where he is, but we haven't seen him a lot. And I guess that... Well, wait, Emma can... Emma's always been able to... Leave... Emma and Henry are the only two that can leave. So it wouldn't be Gideon because he wouldn't be trapping Emma. He's the really All right, so we want to we want to talk about that I guess a little bit too. Gideon uh is very got that very Kylo Ren vibe. Mm-hmm. He I really believe he hates the Black Fairy just as much or more than Rumple does. Agreed. Um, it was interesting when he said that he wanted to, when he was tied up in the clock tower and he was referring to 
protecting his people, his people, or his, did he say his people or his kind? He said his people. His people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure what that's in reference to. Mm-mm. Could be just all the orphans that are maybe there in uh, so the black fairies. Keep. Do we know why the black fairy is so mean and evil to children? We know that she likes to take them, but we've never no. really learned why. No. Or what she does with them other than abuse them, obviously. There, but there, why? There's got to be... There's going to be... I, I believe there is a ti- episode later in the season the Black titled Fairy. Black Fairy. So I think we're going to learn more about that. Do you think all fairies are known by their color? Except Tinkerbell? Uh, it's possible. Well, because blue know. is blue. Hmm. Sometimes black and blue. <laughs> Depends on who's got a hold of And blue got tapped. <laughs> nice choice of words. I like it. She did. She lost. And her why magic. was it okay? See, and that's where some of these the morality on this show is just willy nilly. It's all over the place. Oh, I don't want you to succumb to the darkness. So let me do this stuff on your behalf. It's like some of these things. It doesn't. It well, doesn't. But you know why he jive. wanted. To, he wanted to do it on his behalf, so he would be the one because his heart's already so black, and there's no hope for him. That he wanted to be the one that did the bad deed, so his son didn't get his little heart tarnished. Or turn it black because there's no going back from it. So I get that. You don't want your kid to um, deal with something that you would rather take on for them. So it brings up an interesting idea or question in mind in my mind. And this is the question of does memory make you who you are? Right? So trying to remove Gideon's memory, which didn't tea. work, Mm-mm. but it did work on Bay, that was what I think was the the message to us more than anything else was, oh, we'll see Bay drink the tea. He's back to being good. He didn't get a taste of the darkness, to which I would say, yeah, he did. He just doesn't remember. Right. Why does not remembering something change who you are or who you become? Well, I know it's a, it is an, in, it's, it is integral, but it's not the only piece of the puzzle. Well, and if you remember when Snow, um, was it last season? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was last season. When EQ took out her heart and it had black in it. Mm-hmm. And that was when she had done the bad thing. And she said it can never be undone. And so mm-hmm. even though he doesn't remember it, his heart still had that little black ink all floating through it. That is precisely my point. Mm-hmm. There, there, There is something greater than just your memory at sure. work. It's the nature of your very essence, your very soul. You, you do that and you don't get to come back from that. So I would say if you want to explore the idea of is the sum total of our memories what makes us who we are, if you've never seen the movie Dark City, you should really watch that. It It is it is a great – it's a science fiction. It's, it's kind of terrifying to think about. It's about these alien uh, beings that rearrange – uh, this city and the people that live in it is like a kind of like an experiment. I don't want to give too much away. It's a very old movie. Well, not very old, I think from the nineties, but it's, if you've never seen it, it's very, very interesting study on how, even if someone were to change your memories, 
and 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 make you have memories of being a murderer does that make you a murderer because, hmm. just because you have the memory of such so i would say the inverse should be true as well just because someone took the memory away from me does that make me any less of what i've already actually done because there's a difference between conceiving it in your mind and actually taking that action sure. and i don't think you can undo that with just erasing memory well and you know i couldn't understand why gideon got so mad when he realized that that um, Rumpel had given him the tea to try to make him forget. Because he doesn't want to forget. No, I understand that. But <laughs> Rumpel did it and said, Be- I want you to not hurt. I want you to not have any pain. She took your childhood. She I took your childhood. Don't let I her don't, have the right, rest of your life. Exactly. All things that a good father would sure, say, a good father sure. would do. In this episode, yes, we great great examples of how Rumpel really deep down loves his son loves his son and he has these acts of goodness that a good father would do but when i talk about they play free and loose with morality and they make statements about sometimes you have to do a wrong thing for the right reason sure what? No, I know. No, I, <laughs> Wait I, a minute. I, I understand what you're saying. I understand I, what you're saying. And I get where they're going to. We live in a very gray world. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you're going to find yourself at a crossroads where you have to make decisions that are tough. I get that. But uh, it, it seems more like uh, this has already happened. So now I have to, I have to come up with something to kind of justify why I did what I did. Just own it. So just own it. That's all I'm saying. Let me ask you, if you're Rumple mm-hmm. and you have a dagger that when anybody grabs it can control you, <laughs> wouldn't you keep it somewhere where nobody could get it? He got it lifted off of him twice so, from his children. Yeah. And a ton of other people as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, every time he turns around, somebody's, somebody's taking the sword and making him do stuff. <laughs> I don't. I would I don't hide it somewhere. Yeah. Do well, something with it. So let's talk about the dagger. Mm-hmm. So that was the other question. I well, mean, it was Kathy that brought this up again as well. You saw in this episode that current day dagger is black. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we hadn't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. But then when you flash back, it was not black. And if I remember correctly, when it was with Excalibur and Excalibur had to absorb all the dark matter or dark energy, the the dark magic, that's when it changed uh, from being silver with black lettering to black with silver lettering. Mm. I think it it reverses itself. And so I guess that's when that occurred. Um, So in a way, from a continuity perspective, that was kind of cool that they didn't didn't forget that, oh, hey, wait a minute. Wrong sword. Yeah. So I'm not sure. And maybe maybe that's a clue to us that Rumpel isn't as bad as he used to be because the dagger is still contains some of that badness. Dark. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So something to contemplate. So the whole reason Gideon wants to kill Emma is so he can become the savior and be the hero. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing that Rumpel went through. Rumpel wanted to be the hero and it mm-hmm. didn't go over well and it didn't go the way that he wanted. And so ultimately we see that whole, what is that whole thing? The sins of the father. Yeah. Yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. yeah, yeah. 
So he's biblical re- stuff. Yeah, he's reliving his father's <laughs> life, but doing it differently. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. The, par- the whole parallel. The parallel, yeah. And it, it, just the thought of, well, I want to be the hero, so I got to kill somebody. So let me kill the savior, right? So I can take her. What? Well, and even <laughs> even when he found out that Blue, his fairy godmother, was the one whose blood he needed mm-hmm. for the sword to re- to rebuild it, to make it, whatever. Yeah. Um, Rumpel said, "You're you're willing to shed blood to do the right thing," and he's like, well, "Whatever needs to be done." So yeah, it's very twisted logic. But I, I, how many people are out there thinking, "Yeah, I've got to do bad to do good." That's probably more of a common theme than we would like to think. Well, that that happens every day in sure. our world. I mean, we Well, that's what Robin Hood we, did. We have people doing things on our behalf yeah. that we would not agree with in the sake of protecting us. Sure. sure. So sleep at night now. Yeah. Knowing that. Um, I'm trying to think what else we saw. The Zelina and Robin thing, we kind of talked about it, but then we stopped. So he shows up at her house and she's like, you're not getting my baby. He said, I don't want the brat. So we know that that he has no interest in her child. Well, why would he? Right. Well, no, exactly. And then I'm not the one that had to get, got to have a good time, make the thing. Why would I want to take care of it? And so he wants to leave Storybrooke so that he can hang out, rob things, and meet women. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he's a scoundrel. <laughs> Which um, means you love him. Yeah, of course. I like I like this Robin <laughs> a lot better than I like the old Robin. It's always the bad ones. I know, right? And so um, they hatch this plan. They're going to leave Storybrooke. And so when they show up at the town line and it doesn't work, Regina tells him, you know, she poofs and says, this isn't going to work. And Zelina doesn't believe her. And Robin... 2.0 says, look, I'm leaving because you've made it so hard for me. You know, I can't live up to a man that died for you. And you think about that. And that's got to be, yeah, I mean, his shoes. So she says she's going to help him no matter what it takes, even if he wants to leave. So I don't know. So Robin will be sticking around for a little while until she figures out how to break the spell. So I guess he had a little residue left on him from coming from the wish realm. Mm-hmm. And that was enough to re or transform the evil queen back into her regal form. Oh, cause she bit him. Yeah. No, oh. I didn't really understand that part. Like I didn't understand how she, how she changed. So I guess that makes sense. You just filled in that blank for me. I, I couldn't understand that. Why biting him would change. Well, her. that's what she said. She, no, I know, but I didn't understand it until you just said that. That makes sense. So he had like wish do. <laughs> wish do. Wish pollen. Wish pollen. Mm. <laughs> Wish juice. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. worse. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you some of that wish juice. I don't think so. Gotta get that in you. So now she's in full EQ <laughs> mode, and it looks like Robin 2.0 and EQ are going to be a thing. Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean. Well, I mean, that. It makes sense. It makes sense because she's quite the predator. She, she so is. She will, she will have her way. Yeah, she's very much a snake. Um. She wants to have some fun that, that, with the town. That's a bad thing. You should, you, you, you know. No, I know. You're strong, I know. I confident, love in control. Yes. Do yes. what you want. That's right. It's your thing. But I think it's funny that his bad and her bad are going to. I don't think Robin's bad. I think he's just. He's just he's Confused. Just selfish. He just. He, he well, wants what he wants. Right. He's just fine. It's he's fine. A, yeah. He's not. This Robin is not a hero. No. Mm-mm. But he could be. He could be. He could be. And I think there's still a chance for sure, that to happen. Sure, there's always a chance. 
looks like the battle between Regina and the Evil Queen is coming soon. Yeah, next week. And uh, I still, I still think that they're going to reemerge. You do? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I do. I think Regina has to come with to grips with that. That's, that she's both. Yeah. Well, if they do, then she maybe she can control that. Yeah, I think so. I think she's. I think she's ready to be both again. Yeah, hmm. I think I'm ready for her to be both again. You just love her. Well, I know, but she. I didn't like the hat. The, <laughs> it went with the coat, but yeah. it was a. It, it's um, not her. No, it's just not her. No, it wasn't. It's like yeah. I don't know. I just Zelina's really the only one of the two that can really can pull it off. Pull off just about any yeah. Well, or anything. She's just so awesome. Yes. She's just so awesome. And Belle wasn't annoying. Well, okay, hold time. Because I just remembered the scene <laughs> where they're standing there over Blue, who's laid out on the poor cot. That cot has had more people under spells in it. In the little back of their room, like, where does Rumble sleep when people are in his cot? Because that's where I thought he slept. Anywho. So, Blue, since he tapped her, and she's not really dead because he made sure that he didn't kill her, but he'll be able to revive her later. Uh-huh. And so, she's sprawled out, and they start having this little moment uh-huh. where Belle's telling him, oh, Rumble. Like, Stop I, it. I, I, Stop I, it. Belle. Go read a book. It's like, come I'm on. Done with this. It's I don't. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I want to love Rumple too, but come on, honey. Come uh, on. Yeah. Don't. No. I love what you've done. You've done so much for our son, and I just oh. She needs to read boundaries. <laughs> she needs to. She we needs should to send read. her the boundaries book. <laughs> Don't give him <laughs> land that he doesn't own. That's a good point. Belle? So they're going to work together to try to save Gideon. And I, like I said, I'm starting to really like Gideon. I just, he needs to go to the Gap or something and kind of fit in a little bit better. Yeah, let's let's do a little wardrobe change. Yeah. Might do him some good. Maybe like a, like just a, a shirt, a button-down shirt. T-shirt maybe. and jeans. Oh, just T-shirt and jeans? Yeah. I mean, nothing fancy. I was going with like a button down oh, no. and he like doesn't. a vest. Oh, no. Well, I mean, yeah, I could see it, but no. He doesn't need some, a vest. Maybe some deck shoes. Oh, some nice. Ooh, an some ascot. Nice. <laughs> I don't think you'd wear an ascot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, is Giles Gilly. Is that? I think that's his name. I, actually, I, I thought there was some great acting in, in this um, episode where he was talking about how he had the opportunity, where he got caught reading the book. His mother mm. gave him, of of course. Yes. Who who else owns books? No one. Just Bell. No the, one. Oh, that's Gaston. Never mind. The, <laughs> the pain uh, of the memory mm-hmm. that uh, he felt of not helping this child that basically took the punishment on his behalf. Right, because he told her he wanted to be a hero. Yeah. What was that? That was I was well acted. I, sure. I appreciated that, and I almost—I no, I think he's—I really like him. I think he's great. I would almost say that part of his uh, anger towards Rumple when Rumple was trying to erase his memory was a combination of "How dare you do that?" because I have this anger 
uh, toward the Black Fairy, and I and I have to do this. But I think also he didn't want to lose. I think some people would want to lose a memory, a, a painful memory where they had the opportunity to do something. They did nothing. But I think, I don't think that was true for him. I kind of felt like, it's no, this memory, in. this memory while painful is what's helped fueling sure. me. Sure. And I don't want you to take that from me. As I need well. that fire. A- absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because he desperately wants to be the savior. So mm-hmm. I'm hearing more and more, even more so than last week when we talked about, is this going to be the last season of Once Upon a Time? Uh, we may not know until mid-May, and I think that's a pretty definite date because you, you once you get past mid-May, it's like too late, right? So we should know before then or close to then. But it really sounds like if they do get picked up for a seventh season, this whole reboot idea has gained so much more steam Hmm. and i'm just i'm not i'm not entirely i don't know soul's not the right word i just don't know how that's going to play out well maybe gideon does become the savior some other way well and emma gets to live her little life with hook and have little hook babies well okay but what if gideon does kill emma gideon's not gonna kill emma you don't think so no because no who could take over as the savior? Well, there's only one one real, there's only one correct answer. Which is? Baby Neil. Because oh, he was born out a... of true love, just like his sister. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. These are the random thoughts that run through my mind. Well, and we talked, did we talk last week on the show or was it after about baby Neil being the one that, Poofs, tw- poofs, and ends up being the dude in the cloak and kills Emma. Did we talk about that I here, or did know. we dream That's that? Sounds silly. <laughs> but we did talk about it. We did at some point, either behind the microphones or not behind the microphones, about maybe that would be the direction to go. Because I still don't think Gideon's the one that was in the cloak that was trying to kill her. In all the flashbacks. In the flashbacks. Well, I mean, maybe it was him, but I'm saying I don't think he's ultimately going to be the one that's in you, trying to kill her. I think it's going to be somehow baby Neil. I think somebody's going to take him. He's going to grow. We don't know where he is. Black Fairy could have had him for months now, and he could be 30. This is for all the years that I was neglected and uh, afterthought. You always got the attention. I was just a baby. I was helpless mm-hmm. and I needed people. You didn't need nothing. Yep. You could take care of yourself. Yep. You could feed yourself. Who's who fed me? I had to change my own diapers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But it's once upon a time. You never know. You never so know. I know this is a little bit of a different episode for us. We skirted the line. I don't think we were negative, but we we didn't really enjoy this episode. No. There was elements of it. I mean, it was fun. It's always fun. But there was things that just frustrated us. Yeah, and it's not like like you said, it's not it wasn't I mean, it was very well acted. I thought I sure. thought it enhanced a lot of the character. Well, I mean, it it gave us more Rumple story, which is always fantastic. It but it changed, it just put a bad taste in yeah. my mouth about the Neil stuff and more so the Emma stuff and the Hook stuff. And it just Hook was trying so hard and then now he's back in that spot. And 
like I yeah. said, it's just, ugh. that's just how and, I just, bleh. and you know what? You summed it up perfectly. How do I feel about this episode? How many bugs would I give it? <sighs> and that's all I got to say. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I would say just because of the, the feeling, like, it's like, it's like you drink something that tastes bad. You're like, nah. Nah. it's like you wanted another episode immediately after that. Yeah. It was like the bear episode, <laughs> that stupid bear episode where, where you're you just like, a, that's it. You what, had a great what? episode and then you followed up with Ugh. garbage. Ugh. That's what it felt like for me. Okay. So I don't even, That's I don't, fair. I don't That's even fine. know. I don't want to do it. You don't have to. You don't have to. I don't want to. So, but we do want to hear from you guys. What What did you think of the episode? What do you think is going to happen with the series? Do you think it's going to make it past season six? Do you think there's going to be a reboot? Do you, what, what are your theories? What, what do you think is going to happen? Is it possible that Emma actually dies? No, it's I, not going to happen. Well, let's let no, 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 opine. Nobody's going to opine. You can reach us on Twitter at once uponeth, or you can send us an email once at nthcast.com. <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot. This is zoned out. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check out our website, it's onceuponeth.com. That's where all the episodes drop. And, and the Beauty and the Beast thing. Yes. And so you can subscribe from there. You can listen from there. You can contact us from there. You certainly can uh, uh, share the website with your friends and tell everybody you know uh, about the show. And then um, one other little thing I kind of want to put in your ear Mm. is if this is the last season of Once Upon a Time, what do you want to hear from us Next. Ooh, arrow. No. Ooh, arrow and flash. It doesn't have to be. Oh, that'd be awesome. Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a show that we talk about. We could talk about shows and other things. It could be a little more general, but we want to hear from you guys because you've been with us for a long time and you're still with us. And so we want to hear what your input is in on what do we do next after this? Because we certainly want to continue talking with each other and talking with you. But if this goes away, we don't want to go away and we don't want you guys to go away. But, you know, so we'll, we'll be thinking of something. Yes. This is a motorcycle is going down the, the highway. <laughs> a very large so let us know, be thinking about it because there, there's plenty of time left in this season, but I want to make sure everybody has plenty of time to be thinking about, you know, what is it? What is next for us? And if they get renewed for a seventh season, then Boom. we know what we're Done. doing. But then what happens after that? We could still talk about Flash and Arrow, though. <sighs> you really want to do the that. The Flash musical episode was pretty great tonight. If I- y'all haven't seen it, whether you watch The Flash or not, you have to check out the Flash musical episode. It was pretty fantastic. It, it, it was, was funny. It was good. It was cute. It was good. It but was you really know good. what musical was better? Beauty and the Beast. And if you haven't oh, listened nice. to... But we're going to have a Once Upon a Time <laughs> musical episode this season, too. That's true. Yep. And they flat out said that it's not a one-off self-contained episode. Yep. There are things in it that continue the storyline. So I am interested for that. I think that's going to be a good time. But if you haven't listened to our uh, Beauty and the Beast review, which is maybe more of us just kind of gushing about how good it was as opposed to like being really critical and picking it apart. We didn't. 
And if you don't want to listen to it and you'd rather have a summation of what our review is, it's awesome. Go see it. See, right. now you don't have to listen to us blather for half an hour about uh, the uh, the virtues. Of well, the and movies. the kids watched the animated version the other night and we got home because we've been gone and they all said, what did they say, Joshua? Well, they said they liked the live action better than the they cartoon. Sure did, all and, four of them. Um, all of y'all need to go live somewhere else. <laughs> And that's fine. I'll just be a hermit. But you know what? Do you know what Bill Condone didn't? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't direct? So I was way wrong. <laughs> In the Beauty and the Beast episode, I said Bill Condone was the director of High School Musical and The Descendants. And I was way wrong. It was Kenny Ortega. And that's who I actually meant. I don't know why I was thinking Bill Condone. I knew it was Kenny Ortega the whole stinking time. I just had the wrong name in my head. So I was completely wrong. Please forgive me. Josh was right. Well. I'm man enough to say it. Your your once to my 100 makes this probably about even. Probably. I don't know. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all.